When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're digging the Rock and Roll Heaven podcast with LD, Will the Thrill, and TJ2. Hey guys, welcome to Rock and Roll Heaven, the podcast where we talk about the lives, careers, and deaths of famous musicians. I am your host, LD, along with you for the ride, as always, is TJ2 the Deuce. I mean, maybe what's the problem is you just need to get it closer to the microphone. I don't know. That one just seemed like it wasn't, that seemed like a misfire. Is that sad? Mm, no, that, that, was, that was loud. It cracked. It was crisp. It was, it effervesced. Maybe do it um, closer to the microphone because it sounded like a man with prostate issues just squeezing. I think your phone, I think maybe your phone just sucks ass or something. <laughs> no, sweetheart. I'm on a computer. Oh, that's the problem. <laughs> you're on one of your little that the little box of satan thing that's that's the problem <laughs> let me tell you what you're doing uh, here we go all right and what are you drinking tonight d old reliable shinerbach excellent excellent and uh sitting beside me with his bright shiny faces will the thrill and it is shiny folks oh, oh wow that was, failed. I, i'm sorry i've let everybody down with that open jeez <laughs> whatever uh, i give up what are you what are you drinking your what is your uh, sad drink tonight <laughs> failure apparently <laughs> cold no no this is actually a delightful beer it's the mosaic pale ale from figaro mountain brewing company yeah. he's, 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 he's drinking he's drinking sadness and failure yes. yeah all right so uh before we get started with our main show tonight we're actually recording this on Wednesday, December 1st, which means that once this episode gets released, we are in the dead heat of Whamageddon. Now, those folks that follow us on Facebook actually know that this is already in play. But by hearing this, I have drawn you into this game, and now you are beholden to have to play. Now, I'm going to lay the rules out for Whamageddon, which can also be found at whamageddon.com, which is spelled exactly like you think it is. Now, the rules. Rule number one. The objective is to go as long as possible without hearing Wham's Christmas classic, Last Christmas. 
I'll just go ahead and tell you, as is the case every year, I will lose. <laughs> okay. I don't think you've ever won. I have been playing this for four years and I've won every year, but for some reason in my hardest of hearts, I feel like this might be the year where I get brought down. I don't know why. I just feel like it is. Well, but we'll say, but the, the unfortunate thing is that, is that uh, my wife listens to uh, Christmas music constantly and does as soon as they start playing it on November the 1st. So there's almost no chance I'm not going to hear it. I was going to say, when they start playing it on Labor Day and then. <laughs> right, right. All right. So, um, but now just, just for clarification purposes. So you can hear like Taylor Swift's remake of it. Oh, that's fine. Hold on. That's rule number three. We got to get to rule number two first. So mm -hmm. hold on one second. Rule number two. The game starts today, Wednesday, December 1st and finishes at the end of December 24th. Use whatever your, your local time zone is if you'd like. Now, if you're hearing this on like December the 5th or whatever, that starts today, okay? You were unaware that you were in the dead heat of Whamageddon, and therefore <laughs> that's not fair. But now that you have been informed of Whamageddon, the game starts today. Now, this is what my brother brought up before. Rule number three, only the original version applies. Yep. You can enjoy the, what, Hillary Duff version, the whatever version. Any remixes or covers, totally fine. Muzak, I've heard of Muzak version. Muzak, yeah. totally fine. The fourth rule, you are out, and you will, you will be drawn into Whamhalla as soon as you recognize the song. So if you are wandering through your local grocery store and you hear the vague sounds of George Michael, you are out. Now, we would love it if you guys would head over to Rock and Roll Heaven Pod on Facebook and let us know if you get out. Bonus points if you film yourself listening to the song, recognizing it. And uh, that's a new rule that I just made up, is if you see a video of one of our friends wandering through the grocery store looking sullen, that doesn't count. You will not be sent to Wham Hollow. Sharing in other people's Whamageddon tragedies will not a Whamageddon tragedy make you. It's not a chain reaction. It is not a chain reaction. Who the hell are, are you, Yoda? I am. <laughs> now. Whamageddon it will make you. <laughs> now, PVP, we can't stop you guys from sending your friends to Whamhalla, but the intention is to be a survival game. So it's not Battle Royale, so don't be a dick, okay? And I can even implement the rule that if someone runs up to you and says, listen to Wham, and they know that you're playing, it doesn't count because it was done with malice. Yeah, also, if you, if you do that, like if you pull it up in your Spotify, you're eliminating yourself. Yes. So keep that in mind. So you're sort of sacrificing yourself. I mean, it's, it, you yeah. know, if, if, you, if you feel too much stress on this, you can just send yourself to Wham Hala, and it's, it's completely understandable. Yep. But yeah, so just uh, the way you should look at it is that uh, Andrew... Ridgely is like a poisonous blow dart. <laughs> he appreciates that. All right. So now that you guys have been prepared for Whamageddon, what are we doing today? Why are we here, Travis? Why have you brought us here? Because it is time for the 2022 Rock and Roll Heaven podcast Heavy Hitters Draft. Here we go. We did this last year and uh, we uh, had lots of fun with it. And by that, I mean, I was drunk by the end of the episode. <laughs> but we picked 
we uh, what we do is we've compiled a list of heavy hitters, each one of us, and we'll do this round robin selection style, like it, like the NFL or NBA drafts, and we will pick four artists <clears throat> for a heavy hitter series in 2029 when we finish with Michael Jackson. <laughs> and um, two new caveats this year: we actually mm-hmm. have a redemption and a fan selection. So we're Ooh. actually picking six artists. But one has wow. selected for us. Correct? One has been selected for yeah. us. Uh, one is a redemption and we'll get into redemptions. That will be our last category that we talk about. So we'll got, we'll set you guys up for the redemption at the end of the episode. How do we wish to uh, unveil our, the selections that were made on our behalf? We'll do that after our first four selections. Right. So redemption okay. and fan selection will be last tonight. And there is the standing caveat that we can choose whoever we want for the four. Now, if something happens like last year with TJ and Eddie Van Halen and me this year with Steven Sondheim, you can do what's called calling an audible, which means that if some heavy hitter passes in the time that we are doing our episodes, we are allowed one audible which means we can remove one person that we've chosen from the draft and replace them with that heavy hitter got it all right so that being said age before beauty t why don't you go ahead and tell us who your first pick is oh i get to pick first this year i was last last year exactly which i actually say more apropos that you go first you know like you did last year because in the nfl draft the team that sucks the most ass gets the highest draft pick so it's (laughs) actually it's Actually, it makes more sense for you to go first. So I guess I've traded up for this pick. Um, so the team from South Carolina, you you are on the clock. <laughs> I am on the clock. Okay. There, there's a bevy of big-time, fantastic artists that have been laid out for us to choose from. They're posted on our socials. You can go check them out if you haven't seen them. Um, but I have had my eye on somebody for quite a while. This is a person who is infamous, I would say, hmm. uh, that – tends to happen when you spend a thousand dollars a day on booger sugar (laughs) is is Um, that a trifle excessive it is a trifle excessive um as it was once phrased to him by a british journalist um he is viewed as one of the ultimate outlaws of country music but his original roots started in rock and roll he was a member of the crickets uh not in not the studio version but the (laughs) road version gave up his seat on the plane that sadly killed Buddy Holly, the big bopper, and Richie Valens lived with the guilt of having told Buddy Holly, who was uh, one of his best friends, I hope your plane crashes before he, jokingly, before he got on, left music for a while, came back to it, did not conform to uh, the the standards of Nashville. He basically told them to shove it up, his, up their ass. He went to Austin with Willie Nelson. They did their own thing. They created a, basically a new form of music, and it is some of the best stuff, in my opinion, that there's there's ever been. And he lives on today in memes of badassery. He may or may not have said that Garth Brooks did for country music what pantyhose did for finger effing. Wow! How <laughs> there's some there's some dispute about whether he actually said that or not. But I'm just, I tell you? I'm just trying to figure out how. I I. I'm going to select with the first pick in the 2022 Rock and Roll Heaven podcast draft, Mr. Waylon 
Arnold Jennings. Yes! Well done, sir. Now, I got to tell you, I know it's not going to be a Slap Nuts episode, but the episode series will be Slap Nuts. Yes. It will be bonkers. <laughs> I've, I've, already, I've read, just full disclosure up front, I'm a huge Waylon Jennings fan. I've read his autobiography. I've watched documentaries. I watched documentaries about one of the two supergroups that he was in. There's the second one that people largely forget about because it wasn't quite as popular, but uh, The Highwaymen. I've, I've watched a couple of documentaries on that. And I, of course, have watched Mike Judge's phenomenal program, Tales from the Tour Bus, which mm -hmm. did, I think, a two-part episode on Waylon because Waylon merited two episodes. <laughs> so for all those reasons and more, that's why I have chosen Waylon Arnold Jennings with the first pick in the Rock and Roll Heaven draft. Nice. All right. Well Mr. Done. Will the Thrill, why don't you step up to the plate and tell me what your first pick is? Will the Thrill, Will the Thrill's team is now on the clock. I'm on the clock. And uh, this is someone that I, I've actually thought about for a while. And I think it's time we did a little journey into the world of jazz and big band. Ooh. And I'm going to prove that chivalry is not dead by starting with a lady now. I like my women like I like my pizza. From New Jersey and very saucy. So it's very appropriate. And why'd you marry somebody <laughs> who was from South Carolina? That, uh, this icon's nickname was Sassy. She was also known as the Divine One, and she hails from Newark, New Jersey. Hmm. Jazz legend, one of the greatest female vocalists of all time. She has four Grammys to show for it, along with Lifetime Achievement Awards. Ladies and gentlemen, she had a four-octave range, which, by the way, they say the average female vocalist has 2.5, and a four-octave range that is accessible. So for my first pick, I will bring you the lovely, the talented, the incomparable Sarah Vaughn. Oh. Oh, wow. Very yep. nice. Excellent. All right. All right. LD's team, you are now on the clock. All right. So this is the first time that we've ever actually covered someone that is really only known for Broadway. And he is not totally a performer, although he, he has performed. We don't know him really as a performer, but rather a composer. He is one of the most influential people to ever grace the great white way. He is the man who created a show that changed the face of Broadway as we know it. Ladies and gentlemen, for my first selection, I am going to pick someone who personally changed my life forever. I am choosing Mr. Jonathan Larson. Very nice. And the film on him was just released, no? Yes, and if you guys have not seen it, you can do a little brush up and go watch Tick, Tick, Boom. It is available on Netflix. It is not just a great musical. It is a fantastic movie directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> and at the helm of that is, is just stunning. And Andrew Garfield is incredible. And if you are a theater geek like me, every 35 seconds, you had something shiny that you looked at and went, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, oh my God, Bernadette Peters. Oh my God, this. Oh my God, that. Oh, I get this reference. Oh my God, that sounds just like that. Yeah, so go watch it. He's going for that EGOT, isn't he? He's going for that EGOT and I'm pulling for it. <laughs> so, TJ2, your second choice, sir. Wow, what a first okay. round. What That's a first a really round. Good, good wow, first the first, round. yes, the first round flew by, but yes, uh, Waylon Jennings and Sarah Vaughn and then that last person who I've never heard of. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Jonathan Larson. <laughs> um, okay, so the we're on to the first pick of the second round. And I'm going to go with somebody who I don't know all the details of their life, but I love their music. And I cannot wait to dig into some details. Now, I know a lot of them. I've seen the behind the music. I know about the early and unfortunate and very sad uh, ending to this person's life. But I am going to go with the first pick of the second round of the Rock and Roll Heaven pod draft. TJ's team selects Phil Lennett. Ooh, Ooh nice. Good one. Now, for those, for those who are not familiar, he was the lead singer and bass player for Thin Lizzy. I love Thin Lizzy. Great That's band. I love. I mean. And, and, you know, if you think about it, there have not been throughout history a ton of black musicians who embraced hard rock and heavy metal. He would be, he would have been one of the earliest. Now you've had King's X and uh, Living Color, and I can think of, of some others, but but he was probably a trailblazer in that respect, I would say. Loved his voice. He was a, an unbelievable bass player. It didn't sound like he was playing the bass, actually. It almost sounded like he was playing lead guitar on his bass, but died very young, very unfortunately had due to some you know addiction and some other issues but i i'm really looking forward to that one so with the first pick of the second round i'm going to go with phil lennon good choice nice nice and he's from ireland no he's irish yes he's irish okay all right well 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 done i can't wait to hear that one it's gonna be a fun one all right and uh, actually i should go ahead and say this right now the order in which they're drafted in might not necessarily be the order in which we present them in. So mm-hmm. just watch the feed for the episodes. All right. All right. So, so uh, Mr. Hickey, you are on the clock. All right. As I step up, I'm actually shocked that this person is still on the board. It is mm-hmm. someone we have talked about at length. And TJ, you and I have discussed this person in great depth. A very short life, unfortunately, but an extremely impactful one. And it's lar- he is largely considered one of the greatest guitar players to have ever picked up the instrument. For my second pick, I am going with Skydog himself, Howard Dwayne Allman. Oh, great pick. Yes. Good choice. Again, another Good one where a lot of people know the sad ending, and I think understand the music leading up to it but there's a lot there to dive into and argue i i say what top 10 guitar players ever yeah oh, oh certainly yeah. and i've got a uh box set of work that he did with the almond brothers but then as a studio musician i guess at uh, muscle shoals yeah where he worked with boz skaggs and aretha franklin and um wilson pickett and all these other people it's it's phenomenal and you're right such a such a sadly short life um but yeah what a what a legacy and what a freaking phenomenal talent he was and it was in fact wilson pickett who gave him the moniker sky dog mm-hmm. came from wilson so looking forward to that one to dive into the life of Dwayne allman absolutely all right so ld's team is now on the clock all right what can you say about my next person well, it is way more than I can say about him during just the draft. 
this man sold over 150 million records worldwide. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the UK Music Hall of Fame, and the Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame was posthumously honored with a Doctorate of Humane Letters by the University of Minnesota. There's a hint. He has won (laughs) seven Grammy Awards, seven Brit Awards, six American Music Awards, four MTV Video Music Awards, and an Academy Award for Best Song Score, and so much more that I will cover when I finally talk about someone we have had a long time coming. I choose Prince. The purple one! Yes! (laughs) Nothing for Yes, uh, (laughs) Fantastic. A great singer and songwriter and guitar player and bassist and drummer and maker of pancakes, according to Chappelle Show. Uh, and uh, apparently a pretty good basketball player in high heels as well. So. And a pretty good basketball player in high heels as well. Mm-hmm. Also, I was shocked to learn when I was picking out my draft picks that me and Prince are actually the same height. You and Prince? He was very short. Yes. Very tiny man. <laughs> tiny little fella. Yep. I, I think that's extremely talented. One. That's, that's going to be a slap nuts. Yeah. We're so, so banana. Like Jonathan is not going to be bananas. Prince if you've, if you've had a life that is fancy enough to be a skit on the Dave Chappelle show, we are going to have a good time if we look at the Charlie Murphy, uh, the episodes on Rick James. And hasn't, hasn't everyone who tried to document his life failed in some way because it's just too crazy? Yeah, I will. Yeah. Uh, let, let's let, okay. leave some stuff for my episode, oh, okay. man. Sorry. I, I, well, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just figuring out it is going to be a, quite a wild ride. It I is going to be a wild ride. Nice. I am looking forward to it. All right. All right. So, wow. So, we've uh, finished off the second round. So, uh, going off the board in that one were Phil Lennett and Dwayne Allman and Prince. That's going to be Three big-time heavy hitters. Yep. All right. T, you're on the clock. All right. So, we move on to the first pick of the third round, and this is where I'm torn. <laughs> um, actually, I tell you what. We, we've Now, LD did, did, does have one provision she didn't mention. We don't want our program the program to be a complete sausage party so i it has it is recommended that we select at least one female artist so i think i'm going to do that now okay but i'm actually picking two people but they're almost always grouped together they're 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 known mainly by their first both by their first names and they're synonymous by those and those are all almost always said together uh, a movie was made about them uh, you're talking about uh, a forefather of punk music and his i guess wife and then he may or may not have killed her and then he didn't live much beyond that i don't think long enough for there to even be a trial so a very short but unbelievably tumultuous uh life um, for bombastic. sid and nancy nice nice sid and nancy going for yeah, and funny, funny enough about Sid and Nancy, I've actually stayed in the room at the Chelsea Hotel that he killed her in. You stayed in that very room? Yep, I stayed in that. Supposedly, very- allegedly. Right, we I don't mean, know for sure. I mean, she died in that room. Oh, that no, is, she did, that yes. is for certain. The circumstances. And I have are- st- yes, the circumstances are questionable. I I did stay in the room that she was killed. In. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, that that's uh, another one that I'm really looking forward to. And again, there's that's not two lives that were not very long at all. Mm. 
um, yeah. and not and not a huge body of musical work left behind, really. Um, yeah. But still, I'm I'm really looking forward to, uh, to digging into that one. So I'm going to go with uh, for the first pick of the third round, Sid and Nancy. Wow, well done. Okay, that's going to be ambitious. That and that's our first twofer. I think that's our first ever twofer, isn't it? Yeah, I do yeah. believe that's our first twofer. We've done yeah. done like the Rat Pack and the day the music died, but they were all done individually. So this will be very interesting to tackle. Yeah. All right. So your choice is Sid and Nancy. So, Mr. Hickey, you are up. And and I'm sorry for those who aren't familiar, Sid Vicious and Nancy Spungen. Yes. If, if people aren't familiar with who the, with with, right. with their full names. All right. So I'm on pick number three, and and I believe, if, correct me if I'm wrong here, both of them hail from the United Kingdom. Is that correct? Yes. I don't know who it is. I'm gonna stay in that vein because there is an artist who every time we mention this podcast and the subject, I will without question have somebody say have you covered this person they are again uk born singer songwriter musician and i just know that the ending of the story is extremely extremely sad it's one that people ask us to cover a lot because i think in many ways they're trying to find their own way to navigate it so i'm hoping we can do this and again in the sense of respect and courtesy to this artist who did pass away. Uh, unfortunately, he took his own life. I'm going to cover the front man of Joy Division, Ian Kevin Curtis. Very nice. Wow. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. Again, lost to, unfortunately, took his own life. Very tragic story there. Uh, we all know the song Love Will Tear Us Apart. I think that's iconic, if you will. And there's a lot more there to dive into. So I'm going to head into that dark place and cover Ian Curtis. And of course, guys, if someone does pass in a very tragic way, like suicide, we do give a trigger warning at the beginning of the episodes. So if you are so inclined to skip that one, we certainly don't want to hurt anyone or alienate anyone. So we will let you guys know at the beginning of those episodes. Mm -hmm. All right, LD, you are up. All right. My third pick. This woman has been credited for helping redefine contemporary R&B pop and hip-hop she has earned the nicknames the princess of r&b and the queen of urban mm -hmm. pop and she had a promising film career in the works with some of the biggest names in the music industry like she was working with massive producers and and collaborating with massive artists and she was just taken from us so soon but you will get the whole story of that when i cover baby girl aka Aaliyah. Wow. Yeah. And she was in her early 20s? Yes. I, and yeah. and yeah. literally it was, the way she passed was so incredibly tragic. So, so sad. And it's, it's, it's Jim Croce. It's the same way Jim Croce passed. It's mm -hmm. the same way Patsy Cline passed. It is the same way that a lot of artists on this podcast pass. And uh, if you guys don't know, she was taken from us by an airplane crash yeah. and uh which is my personal nightmare and i do believe this is you it's not the first time i've covered it but the first time i will have covered it in absolute and full detail because this is it's absolutely my nightmare um but but yeah we will learn about her she was working with missy elliott and timbaland and she she was working you know with the ann rice's 
uh, interview with the vampire series she was queen of the dam queen of the dam yeah. then she was akasha and that and she was incredible so she had this amazing career in front of her and then you know tragedy just, i was gonna say just such, so much talent on so many fronts and such <laughs> I'm such so beautiful and just that's just yeah that, i remember when that happened i just it was horrendous it's all it always seems worse when it's a, a person as young as her but there's just so much talent lost and, um, and that really, one. really her whole passing was was not i won't say overshadowed because she died in august but literally i believe that that the the things that would have come to be for her legacy were really overshadowed by the fact that, that she died in august of 2001 yeah and so you know just, just a few uh, weeks before the world yeah. changed and yep yeah 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 so my choice is Aaliyah. okay all right hard to believe we've already reached the end of the third round yeah so, uh, coming off the board coming off the board in the third there sid and nancy ian curtis and Aaliyah. so now I, what i did in the third round was basically punt i <laughs> I, I, I knew i was going to take sid and nancy I was planning to take them in the fourth round, so I went ahead and took them in the third round to give myself a little extra time because I am torn in about four directions with my last pick. This is so tough. Because <sighs> I want to do all of them. And all of them, <laughs> should, all of them should be done. But They will eventually because, I mean, we're not going to... We, we've got plenty of... Sadly, we've no, got plenty. Sure, they will eventually, but I, I, they're, they're ones I would really like to do you know soon but it's just you can we can only we can only pick a handful and, and do them you know over the course of a year or so so i'm just gonna have to nut up here and pick one okay i'm gonna go with an enigmatic and charismatic front man somebody who was one of the biggest rock stars of the 1980s um he died under very unfortunate circumstances very similar it's you know, lar largely understood uh to the way ian curtis left us yeah. um he happened to front one of my favorite bands of the 1980s and really one one of ever a band that did one of the hallmark albums of my musical awakening you know when you start to discover your own music this was there was an album that came out called kick that dropped right in my lap at that point and it blew my mind so with the first pick of the fourth round and final round of the rock and roll heaven podcast 2022 draft i'm gonna pick the late great michael hutchins oh that's gonna be, that's gonna be awesome nice. oh i had my eyes on michael hutchins too and i even texted oh. will about that and i'm like who's got to do michael somebody's got to do michael hutchins somebody has uh, to do him I freaking loved NXS. What a great band that was. Kick was so good. Oh, you know I what, mean... though? There, there's literally the impact that they have visually and musically was I, incredible. But the fact was, we were walking past um, a cemetery in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. And literally, I was going bum, 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 like the, the beginning. You know, like. Oh, and, so good. It was because, like, I remembered that music video. But yeah, very bold choice, man. That is going to be an epic episode. And I'm just gonna—I was just gonna tell you, I—I I, I had it. There was about four people I'm sitting there looking at, going, "But I want to do them all." 
<laughs> I had Michael. I had Michael Hutchins. Hank Williams is still sitting oh, there and has not been taken. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Ronnie Van Zant. Yep, it's a good one. Yeah, and, we, yeah. One, and Rick and Rick O'Casey. Those were the four. Oh, really? I was just wow. sitting there staring at, going like, "God, I want to do all these, but I can only pick one." So, yep. yep, we'll get around to doing all of those eventually, I'm sure. But I'm going to go with Michael Hutchins for my final pick in the draft. Good choice. Fair enough. Hey, Will, before you make your next selection, we actually need to take a quick commercial break, but we'll be back to the Rock and Roll Heaven podcast draft right after this. And we're back. All right. Will, your final pick in our standard draft, I guess. What is your final pick? Looking at the board here, and I'm thinking, I got to go out with a bang. And I try to inject at least one subject who's going to be epic. I know LD is prone to them, like David Bowie, 96 parts. Michael Jackson, three years worth of material. Um, Prince is going to be like, you know, a a (laughs) 20-part retrospective. parts. So I feel I got to come somewhere near that. And I will pick this individual who has almost a 50-year career in music. And it stems from Christmas 2016. Oh, no. We turned on VH1 and we saw videos and we said, this is great, but why is this happening? Because on that day, folks, we lost Georgios, Kyriakos, Paniotto, but you know him better as my fourth pick, George Michael. We're going for it. Well done, sir. Well done. George Michael is going to be my final pick in this draft. Well done, sir. Well done. It's going to be a banger. It has been a long time coming. That 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 was uh, yeah. If if everybody remembers what was basically like the slaughter of sixteen, where we lost so many great artists, that was like the kick in the balls uh, as as uh, the, the new year walked out the door or, 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 or the year walked out the door. We, 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 had spent, we had spent the previous evening discussing this over beverages, of course. And the next morning we were in the living room. I remember just having coffee and we're like, there weren't a lot of George Michael videos. Huh. They did that earlier this year when uh, Bowie died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. then yeah. someone grabbed his phone. And... Oh yeah. No. And then here's the thing about 2016 we could do an entire series of just that year but i will tell you the pinnacle of 2016 was when i was in spartanburg south carolina at the mall and i'm in the parking lot openly weeping like sobbing because carrie fisher had died oh yeah and it was just like i can't do this anymore they took it everything from me man (laughs) they took george michael they took david bowie they took alan rickman they took everybody i just ah yeah that that year sucked and then 2020 was like hold my beer yeah hang on yeah 20 yeah 2016 was god it was horrendous because it stuck i can't remember was bowie (laughs) or fry first Bowie was Bowie, first. I think, I think was, he started it. Yeah, I think Bowie was first, and like two weeks later, it was Glenn Fry. Then Glenn Fry died, and then you know, over the course of the year, Prince died. Prince, yeah. And Merle Haggard died that year. Oh. Maurice White. It's too um, bad you didn't pick Merle Haggard because then we could have just done a 2016 tip of the hat. Yeah. Right. Uh, we got Leonard Cohen, George Michael. It was. Yeah. It was just yeah. God. It was. Oh. Oh, it's so one after the other. But yes, I, I distinctly remember feeling like the George Michael death was like that was 2016 kicking you right in the nuts as it walked out the door. Yep. Yep. Because I was going with George Michael. Christmas Day? Christmas Day. He Christmas died on Day. Christmas Day, 2016. Ugh, man. Oh, 
All right. Well, that's a very solid end to your draft. Now, now I picked this person because I am sick and tired of something associated with them. Hmm. I'm so, it grinds my gears every time I hear this and I am here to dispel that myth. She was a member of one of the most influential bands of the 1960s and 70s. And after they broke up, she went on to release five solo albums. She is posthumously inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for her work. And the city of Baltimore dedicated August 15th in her name. And I think you guys might know the myth I'm talking about is about a stupid ham sandwich. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to get rid of that myth when we cover Mama Cass. Nice. Very good. Yes. Very, very good. She She is a queen in my eyes. She has a song that has touched my heart ever since I heard it for the first time. I sing it to the cats. I'm just saying it's a dream. It's yeah. dream a little dream. Yeah. I love Mama Cass. She is a queen to me. So awesome. I am going to honor Mama Cass by giving her her slot in Rock and Roll Heaven. There's going to be a lot there with her, the mamas and the papa. I mean, there's so much so there. Much. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, but Kate, because we have to have one every uh, episode. Yes, go ahead. How about a fun fact? Her former bandmate, Papa John Phillips, was born in our home state of South Carolina. What? Is he? Paris Island. Wow. Oh, wow. Which was wiped out in Hugo in 89. But I think, I guess his, maybe his dad was military. I can't imagine another reason he would have been, he would have been born on Paris Island. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. he's born on the base. Yeah. Yeah. So that, my dear friends, concludes all of our picks for this year's 2022 draft now let's do a quick recap just uh quickly t just go over your four one more time sure thing i went in the first round with waylon arnold jennings in the second round i selected uh the great phil lennett third round i went with sid and nancy sid vicious and nancy spongen and then my final selection was the great michael hutchins all right. Nice. All right. Cover yours one more time, Mr. Will the Thrill. Okay. So to recap, we kick it off with Sarah Vaughn again, nice. great American vocalist from the state of New Jersey. Mr. Dwayne Allman, mm-hmm. Skydog himself, Ian Curtis, and George Michael. All right. And I went with the legendary Jonathan Larson, the purple one himself, Prince, mm-hmm. baby girl Aaliyah, and the incomparable Mama Cass. Nice. So For our next selection, just so you guys know, we put it out to you guys on social media and we got so many incredible choices. And so we selected three people to select their host and to select their subject. And so we got those in, guys. And so, uh, TJ, would you like to reveal your fan selection? Absolutely. Uh, I... uh decided to let our friend Thea pick a topic for us. And the way we did this was that, that we, you know, the three of us picked each picked a, a, a listener who said, you know, that they were interested in, in doing this. They then got to pick the topic, but also the host that was going to do it. And just because, you know, LD, you picked somebody didn't mean they had to assign you the, the topic. They could have given it to me or to Will or whatever. Correct. Um, we and we we met Thea, I guess, during the Tom Petty series. She's a Tom Petty Uber fan. Um, she shared a lot of really cool pictures of, of um, memorabilia and stuff that she's collected of his over the years. She's met Mike Campbell. She took guitar lessons from Gilby Clark when she was a kid. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So, 
Yeah. See, we've, we've discovered in the course of doing this that our listeners are way cooler than we are. Oh, yeah. Yep. We kind of suck, and they should be doing a podcast that we listen to. Is how we look at it. <laughs> but, but anyway, she's, she's been interacting with us a lot on uh, social media since then, and uh, we appreciate that. So I, I selected Thea, and she chose for uh, me to do Lemmy. Nice. That's going to be a good one. Nice, nice, nice. I think he's on the list for a while. So I want you to think about the fact, I want you to think about the sheer amount of booze and coke that I've been gifted with in doing both Waylon and Lemmy. Yeah, and you know what's funny is I actually remember where we were when we found out that he was, he had passed. We were at the Bacon House. The Bacon Brothers. Yes, we were. We were at the Bacon Brothers, which by the way, Please take me back there. I miss it. Was that the restaurant that's where it had an animal inside an animal inside another animal? No, no, no. That, that was a, I can't remember the name of that one. That, that was Garrett. Awesome is what it was. Okay. Bacon, Bacon Brothers is the, was the kind of fancy, slightly fancy barbecue place, but they, they bacon, smoked bacon. their own bacon in-house. And, bacon, 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 bacon. <laughs> and had quite a lovely uh, bourbon selection. Yeah, and let me drink yeah. a, a, a large bottle of Jack Daniels every day, every oh. single day. He drank, he drank Ozzy under the table. <laughs> that's Jeez. frightening. Jesus. He, I want you to think about literally there was an, at least one occasion when Ozzy drinking with Lemmy tapped out. Ooh. Ozzy Osbourne tapped out. And Pete Willis is like, hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that one. I, I like Motorhead a lot. And uh, he's he's another guy who's, who, who has this <laughs> but again, much like Waylon in a, in, in, a different, in, in a different genre of music. He just has this, he just carries the mantle of badassery. I don't know how else to put it. The ace of spades. The ace of spades. <laughs> All right. So you've got Lemmy. All right. Mr. Will the Thrill, who are you gifted and by whom? Well, it's interesting, TJ, you mentioned that we're basically hacks and other people should do podcasts. And thankfully, one of our listeners does. Uh, this actually comes from Ava. Ava has her own podcast, Rock Out. Love that podcast, girl. Check that out. It's Ava's podcast. And she had approached us, uh, chose me, I assume, because she lost a bet. And um, (laughs) she pitched me a good one, though. And I'm really hoping to do this one justice because this person is obviously a, I would say, an American poet of rock music. It's Jim Morrison. Wow. Wow. Thank goodness I've got the book. Jim Morrison. And interestingly enough, he will be unless something else happens in between the time now and when we cover him the second floridian that we'll cover first was tom petty jim morrison will be the second that's correct so thank you ava we're gonna get rolling with jim morrison next year do we but uh are we certain that jim is actually eligible for inclusion i mean there's still some questions about uh, there'll probably be an episode on it i still argue we can do nikki six <laughs> yes, because yeah. he did die. I mean, yes, he, and I was like, like oh, should I, I twice? Should, yeah. should I should I go call Nikki Six and just have him on the podcast and be like, tell me about your I, death? Look, if Jim's eligible, <laughs> Nikki Six is eligible. That's all I'm saying. So thank all you, right. Jim Morrison. All right. Um, I'm so sorry, Mr. Christopher Todd Davis, because you got stuck with me. Um, but you gave me an incredible gift. Now, originally, I will say that Christopher said that I should do Waylon. And I literally told him, I was like, my brother will straight up murder me. And I don't want to die that way. (laughs) Yeah. 
So he gave. Let's not me. make you, let's not make one of the host uh, podcast eligible if we can help it. Right? Yeah, <laughs> we prefer not to do that. So he gave me an incredible gift for Christmas. He gave me someone who recorded as a solo artist with the International Submarine Band. <laughs> the birds and the flying burrito brothers and he popularized what was called cosmic american music which is a hybrid of country rhythm blues soul folk and rock and the kitchen sink and he made a drunken pact <laughs> with his road manager bill kaufman that if anything should happen to either one of them the other would take his body to joshua tree and cremate it <laughs> so we will find out what happened after that and so much more as i cover graham parsons i don't really that one's gonna be bonkers too. I, I cannot <laughs> wait i cannot wait there's even a movie there's a movie that stars johnny knoxville and i am here for it there's a movie uh for, yeah the 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 stories about his very short life are amazing that's just one of them Yep. Um, the thing is, a lot of people don't realize this. He was like a month shy of being eligible for the 27 Club. Um, yeah, he almost got there. He he was something like like five or six weeks away from his 27th birthday when he passed. Well, but super, unbelievably influential. Touch some. I mean, the 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 Rolling Stones, the Birds, pretty much anybody that played country rock after he came along, he influenced them. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, and I'm, I think that there there are a lot of great artists now, like Casey Musgraves, and I think a lot of other ones who cite him as as an influence still. So yeah, that that's that that should be fantastic. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited because you know I know about his work, but I don't know a whole heck of a lot about his life. But they they because they made the end of it so sensational mm -hmm. that I'm super <laughs> excited to dive into this. That sounds pretty yeah. sensational, as you put it. Yeah. But yeah, when you when, when they steal your body and burn. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but, and it's which which is actually acted out in the Allison Moore video "Send Down an Angel." Really? Huh? That that's actually based on. First of all, it's a great. I, I love Allison Moore. She's she's fantastic, and I love that song. But the video is an homage to Graham, and wow. it, she's wearing like the nudie suit that, that he would wear, and they're in the desert, and there's a fire, and there's a lot of symbolism and imagery that relates to ground in that video check it out if you've never seen it it's really good i will interesting now we have concluded our fan selection so first of all i want to thank every single one of you guys that uh collectively sent us names for this draft as you'll notice some of your folks got picked some of you didn't but the fact is every single person that you guys sent us was incredible and absolutely worthy of being chosen it's just we have a finite amount of people that we can select. So uh, we're going to be doing this again next year. And, you know, if something opens up, we will absolutely cover some of the folks that you, we will, we will draw from that well. So, and just give us time because we will get to them eventually. But thank you guys so much for taking part in that. That was a lot of fun. It was really interesting to see who you guys wanted to, to hear. So um, now the next category is something a little bit different. We're doing something new this time. We're calling this the redemption choice. Now, I started this podcast in 2019, so almost three years ago. It'll be three years, yeah. Yeah, almost three years ago with my friend TJ, who uh, is the first TJ, and she... Me and her, when we started the podcast, were on a budget. And it wasn't just a budget of money. It was a budget of time. 
And so we had, before the network picked us up, we had a very short amount of time in which we were actually allowed to record and upload because we were on a completely different platform and we didn't have the backing of such an incredible network. So we were very short on time, short on resources and short on, on a lot of things. But you, you could basically, your episodes had to be like an hour long, right? I mean, they could. Oh yeah. Yeah. And a, a lot of times if we recorded, you know, longer than one hour, somebody would have to adjust their episode to be shorter and so a lot of things got left on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. But also uh, the, the main reason why TJ left was that she was the only person in her department doing what she was doing. And so she was actually short on time to be able to do things like research. And I was, I was also in that same boat. And so a lot of things got missed. And now, you know, we have time to do things like buy books, cross check, find things. And we still manage to make mistakes. And- and the other thing is, back then, you really couldn't play a lot of music. We could not. Because uh, I, I, I did one episode with you before I you know, became a co-host. And boy, it was just a train wreck because I was really drunk and I didn't have a script written. And I just freestyled the whole thing. Um, <laughs> and somehow that earned me an invite to be a full-time co-host. So I'm not exactly sure how that worked. Yeah. But um, Don't know what but, to say either. But the network liked you for some reason. I, I don't yeah, But... <laughs> The, the point was that we only got to play one song by that person. And, and I think that was cutting it close because like we were getting up close to an hour and it was, you know, your budgeted time was short and all that stuff. So partly it was partly you couldn't play music because it took up time. Yeah. And then the other thing is you didn't, you now have somebody who can take care of licensing and, 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 and what, you know, copyright stuff and all that stuff, which is not something you were able to tackle on your own with a totally DIY project. Correct. Yeah. So the point that I'm trying to make in saying all this is that we're not going back in a mean spirited way. We are actually revisiting these people because now we have the resources and the time to be able to do them properly because the, and I'll go ahead and tell you that the person that I selected, she only had one hour long episode and her legacy was massive. And so you know, this isn't done out of regret or spite or in mean spirited. This is just because we love these people and we wanted to give them more than an hour. So with that being said, TJ, who is your redemption story going to be on? Uh, okay, my redemption story. So we go back through the early, I guess, what about the first little over a year of the podcast? Yep. yep. And we can select anybody. I tell you what. I already picked one of his best friends earlier in the draft, uh, a guy that he uh, shared an apartment with when he first moved to Nashville, where the two of them hid their Coke from one another. <laughs> um, he was, he's one of the most interesting human beings to ever play music, in my opinion, because there's the duality of this crazy, this, and I mean, crazy, crazy, rebellious, wild, wild man who stomped out the footlights in the Opry and did untold amounts of drugs mm-hmm. and engaged in lots of unsavory behavior. But he's also one of the most devout Christians and 
that that that's that, that's ever. I mean, that that, that I can think of, and, and especially in terms of musical artists, to be as forward, you know, about the faith as he was. Um, so there's there's the duality of of the little angel on one shoulder and maybe the little devil on the other one. But he's one of my favorite artists. I think he is one of the most important and impactful artists in the history of American music. I'm going to take Johnny Cash. Nice. The man in black. The man in black. The man in black, bitches. Let's do this. All right. So, Mr. Hickey, who are you doing and why are you doing them? Because I have a personal stake in this one. Yeah, well, I think it's important to frame this not as a redemption story, but as a continuation, if you will. So I know LD did cover this person, and it was a side story, correct? Yeah, it was a, it was what we used to call an opening act mm-hmm. episode. It was one of those ones that were more like free flowing, where you like talk about something mm-hmm. that wasn't such a downer. So that's why you'll find like, you know, Pebbles Reed is still alive. But we did an episode on her so people would understand who Pebble Reed was, Pebbles Reed was, in the context of the story about Lisa Left Eye Lopez. And so we would have these like smaller, more contained episodes. And so I actually did one that was sort of about the artist, but also about the music video that went along with it. So it wasn't solely about this person's life. And so I'm actually going to hand it mm-hmm. over to Mr. Will the Thrill because he 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 loves this person and he actually has a friend who has a personal stake in this person. Yeah, so I'll say, yes, I'm, I'm a fan, first of all, but I have a good friend from my college days who is a massive fan of this band. I mean, can go for days on it and maybe we'll get some input because I know we've had some input from listeners in the past. And it's interesting how this individual is linked up with several aspects of our show thus far. Just last week, we had a, uh, last episode, I should say, we had a Schoolhouse Rock reference, which this band was part of. Yes, they were. Also, they are linked to one of my final picks in last year's draft, who we are going to cover. Um, Tip my hand there. Those of you who have heard it, you'll know who's coming up. But there is a direct link between that individual and this one. And I'm going to take that side story. I'm going to put it under the magnifying glass. We're going to get some more out of it. And that is the story of the life, the music, the success, and the tragic loss of Shannon Hoon from Blind Melon. Yes. So if you guys go back, you can actually listen to the episode. It's called Shannon Hoon and the B-Girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know the episode number, but in that episode, we, we did cover his life and his death, but we also spent a lot of time talking about the music video for No Rain. Right, which is iconic for sure. Yes. Yes. So, we'll go more in depth on that. Cover so Shannon. I hand it over to you, sir. But I was going to say, not um, not the only iconic video that he was featured in. Correct. Hmm. You're right. I can't wait to learn. Yeah. Excellent. So Shannon Hoon, everyone, coming back. All right. So I'm going to preface this by stating that I felt like this person needed a redemption. I might have tipped my hand a little bit earlier on, so you guys might know who I'm talking about. But I actually received a message on our Facebook post about this artist, and it really did hit me that this person needed more time we needed well, to the, the other thing is that this is kind of what started the whole idea for doing these redemptions right exactly exactly right. That, that is the nexus event that that kind of jogged me into like hey we should go back and revisit some of these folks because of all those constraints that we had when we started that we're kind of free of now and so this person got in touch with me and he had uh if i remember correctly not only known the, this family 
but knew a whole lot about this person's life. And I'm actually going to be tapping them to help me make sure that all of the facts and you know information that is in that episode are correct because she deserves it. She's honestly considered one of the most influential vocalists of the 20th century. She's one of the first country music artists to actually cross over into pop music. She had several major hits during her very short eight-year recording career, including two number one hits on the Billboard Hot Country and Western Side chart. So you guys might know that I am talking about Patsy Cline. Nice. And Very nice. Yeah, Miss Cline deserves more than just one hour. And I want you guys to be able to listen to some of those songs that you might not be familiar with and, and just open up her catalog, uh, you know, not just... One of the most achingly beautiful voices ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she, ever. Deserves, she deserves more people to know more than two songs, which would be Crazy and Walking After Midnight. Which are both great. Yeah, which are both yeah. incredible, but I want, I want more but, people to hear more of her stuff and get but, her stuff out there. Yeah, yeah uh, Sweet Dreams. If you don't play that, then I quit. Oh, um, yeah. God. But, um, yeah, just that, that when you think of those, those achingly beautiful voices, like they're almost, so, they're almost so beautiful, but they have like a tear in them. It almost hurts to listen to them. That's kind of what her voice sounded like to me. It's just, just, it just slays me every time I, I hear her voice. And on top of all that, she had some balls. <laughs> yes, that, girl was a, that girl was a badass. Yes, she was. And I will, In the best I will, way possible. I'll expand on that more when we dive into our redemption series. So yeah. like I was saying, uh, these are not going to come in that order. You know, Will might start his next series off with Shannon Hoon, and I might start my series off with Prince. It just depends. So uh, just keep watching the feed for how they're coming out. Of course, we'll update you guys every week. And I'm, uh, uh, you know, I think all around, we just kind of uh, need to give sort of a wrap up for the uh, the draft. And so, Mr. Hickey, mm-hmm. what are your final thoughts on the draft picks? What are you excited to hear? Oh, well, this was a really surprising draft. I mean, when you look at the board and all, I mean, there were tons of people on there. And there's, I got to tell you, my reserve picks were longer than my list because I was afraid yeah. that they were going to get staked. Yep. Um, and and looking at it we've got a really diverse selection of genres we've got country we've got jazz we've got r&b we, got we rap. have rap we have rock you know i know the podcast is rock and roll heaven but i think it's important to remember this is a music podcast so all these genres are going to be part of it i i think it's going to make for a great series a series of episodes yeah and you know it's funny because we've got people this is the first year that I didn't pick uh, anyone from out of America. Everyone's an American. This is the first time I've ever picked all Americans. Wow. <laughs> You're an all American girl. I am. Um, just like Tom Petty sang about. Yeah. I would, um, I would say that I guess we have, after we finish our 128 part retrospective <laughs> on the, on the first 10 years of Michael Jackson's life. <laughs> and then we'll, you know, then we'll get to the rest of it. I, I don't know when we'll finish, but whenever we finish that, I think we have, was it three series left? Yeah, there's from, three subjects left. Yeah. From, our la- from our last draft, which would be Tammy Wynette, yep. um, Lane Staley, and right. then you, you, you audibled recently, LD, correct? Yes. 
Stephen Sondheim replaced Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Yeah. So we get we knock those out and then we roll into them. And I, I think that that was a good way to put it. Will there's there's a a, a huge cross section of music that we'll be covering when we move on to this next this next group. It's like you said, we have there's country, there's heavy metal, there's hard rock, there's R and B, there's uh, some jazz. There's, uh, I think, that was there a Broadway person thrown in there? Oh yeah, yes, there is. John Larson. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, we we pretty much touch. I mean, I don't think we cover any polka artists, but it, other than that, I think we pretty much touched every base, just about. Um, Get Lawrence and, welcome and on the phone. <laughs> and and the the but the one the one bad part is that a lot of the of, of of as I'm sitting here going through them in my head, so many of them that we'll be covering had tragically short lives. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, people, I mean, so, people dying in their twenties and, and early thirties. And these were a lot, I mean, you know, just think about Aaliyah and Dwayne Allman and Phil Lennon, just off the top of my head. Jonathan Larson was only 35. So yeah. I mean, these, these are not people who live, you know, we'll do Johnny Cash. It was very sad when he passed away, but I think John, I, I, I guess made it to his early seventies, late sixties, early seventies. So he, he had, you know, he he had a, a you know a, a long, well-lived life. There are a lot of these people that we're going to be covering who th- their lives are cut tragically short. Yeah, yeah, yep. and so. and they will get as much research as we can out of them because we will. I I, I don't want to say milk as much as we can out of their lives, but I want to say like we are. What's what's the best way to put that? What am I trying to say? We're gonna we're gonna try to turn over every single stone in their life. We're going to explore explore everything. And, and I don't know about, you know, I I know a little bit about what Will does and I don't almost nothing about what TJ does, but for me, it is literally, I buy audible books. We are not sponsored by audible, but it's a great way to learn. I do YouTube clips. I do movies. If they've got them, I read the books. Like it's, it's for me, it's a multimedia learning space. And I'm going to tell you guys, I have lived with Michael Jackson for so long now, and there is a video on YouTube, not YouTube, there's a video on our Facebook page that I put over there, and I think it also might be on Instagram, but it's me in front of the gates of Neverland. Mm -hmm. That is literally a field trip that we took before the episode started because I wanted to get into his headspace and see the area that he lived in and really get a feel for it. And I've watched so many documentaries and heard so many books. My eyes are bleeding Michael Jackson right now. So, uh, yeah, hopefully the next episode that we do, we will get out of his teenage years, but I can't make any guarantees. <laughs> so that's parts four, seven, 12. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, T, let me ask you, who is the artist that you're most excited about that one of us is doing? Most excited about that one of you is doing probably Dwayne Allman. Fair. All right. What about you? Mr. Hickey. Whalen. I mean, that's going to be utterly bonkers. Yeah. yeah I'm a, uh, I'm going to pick George Michael. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm excited about learning about George Michael. Yeah. So that's our draft for the year, guys. There it is. 2022 Woo! and beyond. 2022 and beyond. Cause there's no effing way we're going to get this done in 52 weeks. It's <laughs> <laughs> so not going to happen. Not going to happen guys. We still have three more series after Michael Jackson. And I will tell you that we're probably going to take a short break just at Christmas time uh, just because, you know, we want to be with our families and, you know, travel and do all that kind of stuff since we weren't able to do that last year. So we might be taking one week off, but we will let you guys know that on our socials. And speaking of our socials, I'll give you our social stuff right now. You can 
support the show if you think we're doing a really good job. And I want to thank our Patreons this year. You guys showed up on mass. It was awesome. Thank you. Um, but if you want to join that pantheon of awesome folks, you can go to patreon.com backslash rock and roll heaven. You can check out our Twitter at rock and roll LT. You can head over to Instagram and hang out with us over there at rock and roll heaven LT, our Facebook rock and roll heaven pod. Still not saying our website. You can email us at rock and roll heaven LT at gmail.com. Please uh, shoot us an email guys. Let us know what you think about our, our, uh, you know, our, our draft picks this year. Let us know who you wish we had covered. We can get them on the list for next year. But we want to hear from you on all, all of the uh, different platforms. That's the word I was trying to figure out. We want to hear from you on every single platform, guys. And make sure to check out all the other Pantheon podcasts at pantheonpodcast.com. And if you haven't already, please, guys, head over to tstt.com and get some loose leaf tea live loose our order came today and i'm so excited because i'm like oh yes i'm gonna get box, the, yeah. a huge box of tea like it's i'm looking at it and i'm kind of scared of it because <laughs> i'm like where is this gonna go in our kitchen but i'm super jazzed for the nutty almonds so i can go to sleep tonight it's gonna be amazing and with our code uh rock heaven 15 you can get 15 percent off every single order all right that is it, you guys. I think we did good picks all around. Mr. TJ to the deuce, do you have anything to say to the audience? Bye, everybody. All right. Will the thrill. Thanks for listening, and we've got a good year ahead of us, folks. Looking forward to it. Yes. And with that, guys, I just want to say, I don't know what day this is coming out, but I hope you have an incredible week. I hope you have a fantastic Christmas season. And just remember to head over to our Facebook and let us know if you uh, get sent to Wham Holla. Mm -hmm. I'd love to keep track of that, guys. And we will be having an in-memorandum episode as well. So we got a lot of really cool things coming up the end of this year. And uh, with that being said, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Check us out next week where we uh, probably will be doing, what, episode 132 <laughs> of Michael Jackson. And uh, yeah. That's about it, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you on the next one.
Guess I should. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.